Hi there, and welcome to the Unshaken Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Van Warmer. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. The Unshaken Podcast's purpose is to glorify God through regularly recorded podcast episodes that are aimed towards women. We want to promote the truth of God's Word as all-sufficient and support the belief statements of the Women of the Word Ministry, Christ the Word Church. Uh, Our mission is to provide you with good podcasts that inform you on topics of importance to women, to encourage you, and maybe to challenge you to live for Christ every day. That's a really good thing. This unique avenue allows you uh, to listen to podcasts wherever you are, whether you're doing dishes or in the shower, right, or in your car. Um, And then you can hear it, and I love that you can stop podcasts and start them up again because I always get interrupted in the middle of my podcast that I listen to. Hey, please take a minute and head over to your favorite podcast directory, like Apple Podcast or Google, Google Podcast. We are even on Spotify. You can subscribe to our podcast. It really helps us out because the more subscribers we get, the better it is. And of course, it helps you out because then you get notifications of each of our episodes that drop each Thursday. Uh, You can always go back to our archives and listen to any of our episodes there as well. Uh, As I mentioned a minute ago, the podcast is under the umbrella of the Women of the Word Ministry of Christ the Word Church. All of our social media falls under this title, Women of the Word CTW. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. You can head over to these accounts and follow them or like them. These pages are amazing. They are full of all kinds of great pieces of encouragement for you each day. We have our mom-to-mom ministry that's specifically aimed towards any mother. We have our conference, which is the Regarding Him conference that we actually are gearing up for right now, and that is held every every year in March. Um, You can head over to regardinghim.com if you are interested in checking out more information on that. And we have our blog called Planted with some fabulous quality um, articles that are really encouraging for all women. So I hope you join all of our socials. Now today on this episode, which is number 87, and if you remember, I mentioned a while ago that we switched gears to numbers because being able to tell someone, hey, go listen to episode 87, it's really, really helpful and it's so easy rather than trying to remember the name and what month it came out. So this is episode 87, and we are going to talk all about gratitude today. Um, It's not even Thanksgiving, but I feel like I should say Happy Thanksgiving to all of you because we need to be thankful. I know I need it. And I think in the middle of February, I think I need it more because it's kind of a dreary time here in Northwest Ohio. I don't know what it's like where you live, but sometimes it's dark early and it can be very, um, I don't know, maybe a little bit, makes me feel a little bit sad sometimes. So today I brought in someone who's not sad, who's very happy, and I'm really happy to have her. Uh, Let me introduce you to my sweet friend, Mary Wegren. Mary, I'm so glad you came on with us today. I'm really thankful to be here, Julie. I'm so excited about this. Um, Before we start talking about gratitude, and really today we're going to focus on how to grow in in that area, I always ask some really fun questions. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, Where would you travel to, Mary, if money was no option, you could go anywhere in the world? I would go to London. My husband has traveled all over the world with his job, but one place he hasn't been yet and has always wanted to go is London. Plus, that's where one of my all-time favorite movies is filmed. What movie is that? Paddington 2. Oh, oh, I don't actually know if it was filmed there, but it's in London. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. Well, you know what? Um, I think London would be a very cool place to go. I have never been... I've been outside of the country for a little bit, but... I think Europe would be cool. Mm-hmm. London's kind of, there's a lot of cool things there. London would be cool. It'd be fun, fun to go to Paris. Oh, Just yes. see things, you know. All right. Okay, one more quirky question, because I'm all about quirky questions. Um, what is your favorite snack food? I always ask this um, every time I, not every time, but I, I do often, because I think it tells a lot about someone. I was really surprised when one of my guests said licorice. And I thought, are you serious? Licorice? Okay, so what's <laughs> your favorite, Mary? Um, probably peanut butter. Because I love to snack on protein, and you can just add peanut butter to so many things, like toast. Oh, (laughs) yes. Uh, (laughs) You didn't mean that, though, did you? Chocolate doesn't come to mind when I think of protein, but I will say (laughs) chocolate and peanut butter is a really good combo. Mm -hmm. Um, But what do you add it to? I add it to apples and celery and toast mostly, but really, 
I mean, anything. Yes. I, I, have, I go through a couple jars a week probably. Do you, really? mm -hmm. do you buy natural? I actually buy uh, three different kinds because I go through it so often oh. so I don't get tired of oh, anyone. So fun. <laughs> okay, wow. I wish we had a sponsor of peanut butter today, but <laughs> we don't do sponsors. Um, I actually have been known to sneak into my pantry with a spoon just to have a, a <laughs> scoop of peanut butter because I love it too. It's so good. Mm. And my favorite dessert is always chocolate peanut butter. But mm. you're right, that's not super healthy. It <laughs> doesn't really count as protein. But Okay, let's jump into our great talk today on all about um, gratitude, thankfulness, how to be that way. I think it's going to be really good. And I just personally will say it is really good for me to think about this, this oh, particular moment. <laughs> I think it's good. Mm. Okay, so Mary, tell us a little bit about gratitude. What would be a definition for gratefulness? I would say gratefulness is the feeling of appreciation or thanks. Um, and to appreciate is to understand the worth or importance of mm. something or someone. Hmm. Okay. Is thankfulness any different or are they interchangeable? Because I often think of gratefulness, thankfulness, they seem to all go together. Yeah, in conversation, I'll probably just interchange them without thinking about yeah. it. But I think literally thankfulness is the expression of the feeling of gratefulness okay so they are connected yes they're sort of like brother sister mm -hmm. yeah one's inside your heart and yeah. the other one's expressed outward cool. I think. cool okay all right um oh that's interesting so like my mug that says be thankful i have a mug that says be thankful and i think one of my daughters has a mug that says be grateful so I oh. think I need to have both of them in my hand in the morning. Yeah. That means two cups of coffee. That's what that means, right? Yes. Yeah. I'd be grateful with two yes. cups of coffee. Me too. Me too. All right. I see images and, like I said, coffee mugs mm -hmm. and T-shirts all over. Be grateful or full of gratitude. And these are normal in all over the world. Like mm -hmm. you can see them anywhere. You can go to the dollar store and get a cup or a mug or a notebook that says, you know, be thankful. Mm -hmm. So, um... What's the world's definition of these items of gratefulness and thankfulness? I think our definitions as Christians are this is the same as um, non-Christians or the world, but I think what we are grateful for is really the main difference. Okay. Okay, so Mary, I see images, like I just said, about on coffee mugs or notebooks or t-shirts. You know, they say, be thankful or full of gratitude, you know? <laughs> and these are pretty normal in, like, you can get them at the dollar store, you know? So what's the world's definition of gratefulness? And then what's the Bible's definition? I would say that the world and the Bible would agree on the definition of thankfulness, but the, the big difference is in what we are thankful for or who we are grateful to. Ah, yeah, that's kind of an important part mm -hmm. right there who we are grateful to. Okay, what does the Bible say about being grateful? It wow. doesn't say anything. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's all over. Okay. Um, the word says so many things, but I'll just list a few. Okay. Um, in the law, uh, the people of Israel are commanded to offer sacrifices on a regular basis that are specifically thanksgiving mm. sacrifices mm -hmm. to God. Um, in and that's the, Old Testament. Yes, yep. that's Old Testament. Um, in the Psalms, there's yes. so many examples of and commands and calls and yep. to give thanks to the Lord. In the New Testament, in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. What a great verse. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> yeah. And Ephesians is similar. Ephesians 5.20 tells us to give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, like I said, there's so many, but I'll just, I'll end with this one. In Colossians 3.17, God says, whatever you do mm. in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Yeah, those are great. And, you know, a really easy thing to do is just to do, like, uh, a Google search mm. on Bible verses with the word Thanksgiving. or And also, you might put it, put your words into, like, a Google search. You might find more information mm -hmm. about gratefulness and thankfulness. But you might, if you put it in, in the Bible app that I have, you can put it in. It highlights all those words. Mm. And it will give you, show you where they are. That's so is helpful. Really great to find a lot of verses. 
Yes. I'm guessing these four verses are only a minor amount in oh, the Bible. <laughs> yes. In fact, when you do this, it might surprise you how much God talks about being thankful, yes. how much it is um, important to Him. Yeah. Um, because it's so frequently mentioned yeah. in the Bible everywhere. Um, it helps you realize, oh, wow, I should take this more seriously. Yes, you know, definitely. it's not just the easy command, be thankful, so I can right. do that, you know, so you kind of forget about it. But um, to realize this is really important yeah. to God. Actually, um, I had a friend who was struggling with something in her life. She was struggling with joy. Now, this is different. Mm -hmm. But what she did for a whole year is every time she found a verse in the Bible that had to do with joy, she wrote down the verse in a special book, like a little journal. And I thought, if someone's struggling with Thanksgiving or being grateful, they could just, as they read their normal reading, when they find a verse, you better get a big journal because I think you're <laughs> going to have a lot, but you could put it in there. That's a, a great idea. Really simple thing to do, especially if you're struggling with one of these types of, of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, we've mentioned before that there are different types of character traits that you and I are supposed to embody. And some of these traits are incommunicable. And that means that God does not share these traits with us. Like... We are not all-knowing. Mm -hmm. God is all-knowing. Right. We are not eternal on our own, right? God is always, he is eternal on mm -hmm. his own. Um, and then there's some traits that God and we can both have. Um, and these are things that he does perfectly, mm -hmm. but we do imperfectly, um, such as love or kindness, right? God is all-loving and we just sort of love. <laughs> and um, it's, is gratefulness a communicable trait or an incommunicable trait? It's absolutely communicable. Um, as the, the verse I mentioned earlier, Colossians 3.17, God tells us that in word or deed, we need to give thanks to Him. Mm. So He wouldn't command us to do something that we couldn't do. Sure, um, that's a good point. And we see that we are to express not thanks not only in our words, but in our actions. Um, mm. Giving thanks to God should be part of everything we do throughout every day of our life. So it's not only... We're not only able to do it, but we're supposed to be doing this. Okay, so it's not just a nice fluffy thing. It's kind of a command. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It is a command. Um, which is good. I mean, we need to have commands and we need to follow them, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you think God is thankful? Yes. Actually, this is an interesting thought because yeah. you usually think, oh, we're supposed to give thanks to him. So who does he give thanks to? You right. know, but um, I'm really excited about this question because it allows me to share one of my favorite passages in the New Testament. Luke 10, 21 says, In that same hour, he, Jesus, rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Mm. Yes, Father, for such was your good pleasure. Mm. This is one of my favorite passages because we get to see all three of the Trinity rejoicing together at the mm. same time, which I think is just so amazing. And to your question, we, we see Jesus is thanking God. Jesus, the God the Son, is thanking right. God the Father right. um, in the Spirit, God the Holy Spirit. And um, we do see in other places in the New Testament, Jesus the Son uh, giving thanks to God for hearing his prayers or sure. for his provision yes. or before he eats, you know. Yeah, that's good. I love how you brought in all parts of the Trinity because I think that's a really cool thing to be able to see how that all, not only that we can see them being thankful mm -hmm. and the interwovenness of the Trinity, mm -hmm. but just the fact that the Trinity is real, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good to pay attention to in the Bible because the Bible is clear. Mm -hmm. Okay, how do we see this character trait, um, gratefulness, lived out in the lives of those in the Bible. I love to bring up stories in the Bible because I oh, love stories. Yes. So, so what do you got? There are so many good ones to choose from, but um, Paul is the first person who comes to my mind because he was not only used by God to write most of the commands we have in the New Testament to be thankful, but he, by God's grace, lived in obedience to those commands himself. Mm. In every letter of his, he gives thanks to God continually for the things um, such as the gospel of Jesus Christ, the saints, their faith, their work of love, the work of the Holy Spirit, the hope we have in Jesus' return. And he gives thanks in abundance and yeah. also in his need, yeah. in suffering and in getting to live for Christ, even in the possibility of dying for Christ. Mm. 
Um, in the book of Philippians, Paul teaches that the key to always giving thanks to God is treasuring Christ. Mm. Paul says in Philippians 1.21, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Mm. The book of Philippians is my favorite book. I, I didn't it. know that. I love it. And it's full of so much, mm-hmm. so many good things. And it's a book of Thanksgiving, really. There's a lot in there. So I'm glad you brought that up. Mm. Do you have any more? Yes. Um, I also think King David in the Old Testament, man, he definitely had a lot of major ups and downs in his life. But we see from the Psalms he wrote in those times that whether it was times of abundance and comfort, Mm. or in terrible suffering and great need or loss. He continually praised and gave thanks to God because David's heart was after God's heart. His joy and his treasure was God himself, not in the worldly things or circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, which also is similar to Paul. They have some similarities there in what you just shared with me in giving thanks to God in the middle of great abundance and also Mm -hmm. in need. Yes. So that's great. I also want to share with you um, an example in scripture of people who were not thankful. Ah. Um, I think it's helpful to um, see the contrast between the two. Um, So the Israelites, when God rescued them from slavery out of Egypt and led them safely through the wilderness, they were given so many miraculous and gracious gifts from God, and yet they continually complained instead of mm-hmm. being thankful. It's just such a contrast to um, Paul or David. Yeah. Um, both of those men experienced great suffering and continually praised God, while the Israelites were miraculously given all they needed by God, and yet they grumbled and complained. So I think we see from Paul and David and many others in scripture, that the secret of being truly thankful is treasuring God himself, mm. not um, looking to our circumstances. Mm. Hebrews 3 teaches us that the people of Israel, along with so many of us in the world today, complained instead of giving thanks because they did not believe in God or his son Jesus. Mm. That's actually a really powerful last statement you made. That's interesting. Well, you, you didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone wrote it in the Bible, but you just requoted it. But isn't that interesting that they chose to complain instead of giving thanks because they didn't believe in God and mm. in Jesus, his son? Wow. Yeah. Like, like, let's just pause for a minute. Wow. <laughs> I think that's so helpful for us in examining our own hearts when we are complaining. Yep. Um, you know, regardless of what we're complaining about, we can correct ourselves Um if yeah. we, if we um, can identify what part of God's word am I not believing right yes. now? And where am I not trusting in the yeah. Lord? Um, yeah, because usually, for me anyway, personally, ungratefulness is usually a self-focus. Oh, yeah, me uh, too. Like, I think I should get something that I don't have. Or I'm unhappy with a situation because I want it differently. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying we've got to flip our thinking. Yes, if our heart desires Jesus more than it desires self-comfort or right. self-whatever, yes, exactly. Um, it'll be so easy to be thankful yeah. when we need to be because, or at least it'll be a struggle sometimes, but it will be, yes. we'll be able to have victory in it yeah. because we always have Jesus. Yep. And it's not a process, it's, it's a process. Yeah. It's not a light switch where you flip the switch and you go, okay, I'm perfectly thankful, never have to work on this again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, yeah. It's really a process. Yes. I know that in my life, I can say I'm more thankful than I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's... Praise the Lord. But I'm hoping that in five years from now, I'll be even more thankful. Like, it's a process. It oh, takes time. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how has God shown you this character trait in those around you, your family, mm. your church, your life? Where do you see it? Well, it's interesting to me that while people tend to be thankful when things are going well or when they get what they desire, those are not the people who come to my mind when I think of someone who is characterized by thankfulness. Hmm. Um, When you ask me, who have I seen with the character trait of thankfulness, the people who come to my mind are those who are thankful in their suffering. Mm. Like um, 
I see this kind of God-glorifying thanksgiving in my husband. Whenever he says he thanks God for giving his baby girl cancer, because through that he learned to submit to the sovereignty of God and follow Jesus as Lord. Hmm. We, we praise God for his kindness that Ava, his baby girl, <laughs> is now nine and full of life and, and cancer-free and such a blessing to our lives. Um, but I see in my husband that he treasures God himself hmm. above all, even his most precious earthly treasures, which are his daughters. Hmm. Wow. Um, I also think of my friend, Whitney Harris, who she has suffered physically more than I can imagine for years from battling Lyme's disease. Oh, that is really harsh on your body. Very oh, difficult. It's terrible. Yeah. But she told me once that she could never have chosen this path of suffering because it is more painful and terrible than she can describe. However, if God gave her the choice to go back and not have to go through it, she said she wouldn't choose that because mm. she has come to know him more deeply through her suffering and she wouldn't trade that for anything in the world. Mm. Her continual thanksgiving to God and her unbearable suffering is the phrase, He is more than enough. Mm. Wow. That is so interesting that you flipped it. Like what you just told me is it's not the people who are holding their thankful, thankful. I'm thankful mug. Mm. It's the people who are going through difficulty and trials and are thankful. Yeah. You know, I think that's the training ground or the spot where people practice it. It's, your, it's in the trials mm -hmm. that it shows where you really are. Yes, but can I also say something I realized in myself in preparing for this talk and, yes. um, is uh, I don't suffer very much. Mm -hmm. and so it's not like I can't practice it, but it, it's also being able to be thankful to God without idolizing all the blessings yeah. around me yeah. um, in the times when I'm not suffering. Um, so to say it another way, I can, I can not suffer. I can have a season of rest and blessing yeah. and not idolize it right. only if I'm truly thankful for Christ himself sure. and not other things. Yeah, that's interesting. I, um, I'm studying the book of James, which fits very well in with trials. And mm. um, it's interesting to think about how trials really challenge our hearts. But as we were talking about trials, it's the tr these little, we, we do have suffering throughout our day. It just may be a different type of suffering. Mm. You know, we were discussing, yeah. maybe you get caught in a traffic jam. Now that's nothing compared to the mm. suffering of your friend, mm -hmm. nothing. But it's, a, it's the training ground, right? And in the training ground, we've got to practice those skills of like, if you're gonna learn how to golf, Oh, that's a stupid one because I don't know how to go. <laughs> Let's say you're going to learn how to, um, if you're going to learn how to play uh, soccer, mm -hmm. you have to practice the drills. Mm. So those little itty bitty moments that really are kind of minor suffering yeah. are kind of the stepping stones to teach us. So when we hit the big things, mm -hmm. the cancer diagnosis, or maybe there's an issue with, um, you know, you, you, you find out that your husband's job, he lost his job mm. and you have to move across country for a new one. This is the bigger trial, and this is where it's like the, the game. Yes. So I like that mindset. That will be helpful next time I have to choose to be thankful yeah. when I'd rather complain. Yes. This is training. It yeah. makes it uh, more valuable. Yeah. And, and it doesn't negate the mini trials that we're in. No. Because those are from God, too. Mm -hmm. Traffic jams, God can yes. stop or start. Yes, right? it's very true. Um, okay, so... How about, where have you seen great victory in this area? Are you a thankful person, Mary? <laughs> um, well, before I prepared for this talk, I would have said I was a generally thankful <laughs> person. Uh, and my husband said that he would say that I am. Yeah. But um, as I prepared this talk, I started paying more attention to God's word on thankfulness and my heart's response to it on a daily basis. And I would have to say no, to be completely honest. I I complain way more than I give mm. thanks, but it's other people wouldn't know that as much because it doesn't usually come out of my mouth. It's usually in my heart and my mind. Yeah. Um, so I am praying God will change me in this, and I'm very, very thankful for um, His Word and, mm -hmm. and His Holy Spirit that will help me grow in this. Yeah. 
Definitely. Um, as far as having victory to be grateful, I, like everyone, have been challenged by various kinds of trials and sufferings. Um, my knee-jerk reaction when I suffer is typically not thankfulness. <laughs> I think we, I can relate, Mary. <laughs> but I am learning to get that victory by believing the truth of God's promises to me in His Word mm. and asking God to help me to turn from idols and, and to treasure Jesus most. Um, so I have a, an example. Um, when I got married about five years ago, I would often have panic attacks, which made me really sick. I tried so hard to have control over them, but the harder I tried, the worse they seemed to become. And at first, I hated it because it really hindered me from being able to be a good wife or a stepmom to our two girls or a homemaker or anything else. Um, but God's Word in 1 Peter 5, 5-6 through 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time He may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you and he also says in James 1 17 you get to know because you're do. going through there um, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father so what I did was I said father I am not able to be the blessing I want to be to my family mm. so I asked that you would bless them despite my lack where I lack, would you be more than enough? You know I'm trying to overcome these anxieties mm. so that I am better and more able to be a blessing. But the harder I try, it gets worse. So I cast all mm. these cares on you, and I trust you that you will heal me in your good timing as I continue to pursue victory over this sin. But in the meantime, I'm so thankful that you are more than enough to provide mm. me and my family with the good gifts of a blessed marriage, sweet relationships with my daughters, and a happy home. Mm. When I humbled myself by casting all my cares on Him and acknowledged He was the giver of every good gift and it didn't depend on me being good enough, I was so free mm. <laughs> to have joy and give thanks even in my panic attacks. I thanked Him all the time because if things went well, I knew it was His gracious gift. Sure, right. And when things were hard and seemingly failed, I could thank him because I wasn't depending on me and my abilities to obtain the blessings for my family anyways. I was depending on him, and he was never limited by my weakness or failures. In fact, it made it even more amazing when things would go wrong and I'd have a panic attack, and then I would see God use it for good and, and bless us anyway. Wow, wow, that's interesting. I love that story. I, I'm thinking as I'm sitting here and was listening to you share that of a quote I think John Calvin said. I think he said that our hearts are little idol factories. Oh, <laughs> so true. And, and, I, and it just brought it up to me again because how easy, no matter what it is, we can turn it into a little idol. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about that a couple times here, but it's super easy to turn something that, that whether it's good, like something that's a good thing, or it could be something that's sin, you know, mm -hmm. like bad, and we can turn it into what we focus on. But what you said is we have to treasure Christ. Mm -hmm. He's our idol. Mm -hmm. He's who we should be worshiping. That is so interesting. Wow. Thank you. That's good. Okay. Now, Mary, are you ready? <laughs> if I ask you about your victory, and I'm really thankful to hear about your victory, praise the Lord for that. I am definitely going to ask you <laughs> how you have struggled because it is so easy to think, oh, yes, I'm good. And check mm -hmm. the box. So mm -hmm. tell me how you struggle or how are you struggling? Um, I actually struggle, you know, having prepared for the talk and paying attention more, I struggle way more than I realized. Um, just on a daily basis with all these little things, mm -hmm. things that rob me of my comfort or, um, you know, I feel inconvenienced by or, um, or whatever. On those, you know, there's just a daily struggle with the idols in my heart yeah. and anytime they're challenged yeah. you know me um, too, me too. <laughs> in those little moments though it is easier for me to um to catch myself and to ask god for forgiveness mm -hmm. and trust him with those little things because they're just in the moment yeah so um where i have struggled much harder is being thankful for the long-term sufferings mm. that i have had to face 
um, like it seems like I've faced it a thousand times and mm. I'm facing it again. Yeah. Um, there are things that I don't understand. For example, waiting for a loved one to be saved or dealing with ongoing health issues or having a great desire for something good for yeah. many years that hasn't been given to me yet. And mm. I, I'm sure there's many other things you sure. girls can think of um, and relate to. Um, and the question I, I faced when I, I realized I need to give thanks to God even in these things was how are we supposed to be thankful for things that seem truly bad? Like, mm. there's, this is not good. Um, but Ephesians 5.20 tells us give thanks always and for everything. I, um, I was really helped to be able to give thanks to God and obey this commandment when I understood that when He tells us to be thankful, He's not saying, oh, love the trial, just, just love it and you'll be good. Like, right. like be thankful for this trial. Um, but in Hebrews 12, 2, God says of Christ, for the joy that was set before Him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. And mm. that was so helpful because he was allowed to despise the shame of the cross. So yeah. there are some sufferings that we can despise in and of themselves and yet at the same time right. have a thankful heart to God yes. because there is joy in the yeah. trial for what is promised to us in God's Word. Yes. Um, and so I'm definitely not perfected and I struggle. I this is I do struggle in As being do, thankful yeah. um, constantly. But I I am equipped with God's mm -hmm. word to help pull me out of that struggle. Amen. Amen. That's really a good point to say. It actually isn't us that does it anyway. It's the Holy Spirit's conviction to remind us to be thankful. It's the Father giving us the strength that we need mm -hmm. that we need to be thankful. So. We're not on an island all by ourselves. Yes. You know, oh. God's word is a constant reminder of being thankful. Yes, and he is faithful yeah. to us. He does not leave us where we're at. Yes, yes, amen. You know, we can give thanks in whatever circumstances. I um, I just love Philippians. I mentioned it already. Mm. I love Philippians, the whole entire book, but I love Philippians 4. I think I've mentioned it on this podcast like almost every week. I'm so sorry. But I love it. And it says rejoice in the Lord always. Mm. And I, I just love that word always because it is not telling us you have a time when you can't rejoice. Like mm. it's it's been bad or you're dealing with the suffering. It just says rejoice. And it says in the Lord always. Yes. Um, I think it is a habit that we have to form. And it's something we do. And so sometimes we mess up and we are not thankful. And maybe one of our dear, our husband, or our, <laughs> in my case, one of my kids who are old enough, or a dear friend, or it could be a podcast, reminds us mm -hmm. to be thankful. And then we flip it and yes. we become thankful. And we flip it and it becomes a habit. Um, it's just hard to do when we're in the middle of it sometimes. But I think it's, it's good to build those habits. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Also, on that just... Paul was able to be sorrowful, yet always rejoicing as well. Yes. So I think understanding being thankful doesn't look like, oh, I, I, I feel okay about this trial now. I'm yeah. lighthearted. But it goes deeper yep. than that so that you can feel both at the same time. Yep. And part of that is rejoicing in the Lord. It doesn't say oh, rejoice yes. in the trial necessarily. That's you know, key. For it's sure. rejoice in the Lord because, you know, there's glory coming for yeah. all of us. Mm. Um, okay, how can we discern the difference between godly gratefulness and worldly gratefulness? Because there is something different mm -hmm. in how they roll. Absolutely. If it is godly, it will always be centered on God himself, not on anything else. Mm. This was the secret to Paul's contentment in Philippians. Paul writes, I have learned in whatever situation I am in to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Paul says earlier in his letter, For to me to live is Christ, mm. and to die 
is gain. Mm. So we see the strength from Christ comes from Paul treasuring Christ above all else. Whenever I read this passage before, I would always focus on the secret of treasuring Christ as being enough for me in times of lacking or suffering. But uh, equally important, it is um, something I realized recently, the secret to having godly thankfulness in times when I have many good things and comfort without making those things idols mm. is treasuring Christ above all things. Mm. And that is a, a work. Like that's something we, we have to work on. <laughs> oh, yes. But it is a, it is a good. joyful work. Yes, it is. But it is. It's really good. Okay, so where do we see this character trait of gratefulness lived in the world? whether good or bad. Where do you see it? In, in just in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think whatever you treasure or enjoy most is what you will naturally be grateful for or praise to others. So we see this in the world all the time. Sometimes for good things like readers praising their favorite book or bird watchers praising the birds or praising the weather or wine or food or sports or yeah. whatever. Um, but sadly, we also see the world praises sin and is um, thankful for, for things like abortion or um, racism or feminism because it loves sin rather than God. Mm. Um, Romans 1 explains that because the world did not honor God as the Lord um, and give him thanks but they exchanged the glory of God, their creator, to worship things of this world. God gave them over to this mm. sinful way of thinking. Mm -hmm. and, um, That's a really good passage to bring up and think about. I mean, Romans in general is a fabulous book to read. Oh, if yes. have not read that, put that on your list for the year. <laughs> it's good. And mm -hmm. it's good to think about how easy it is for the world to be thankful for things that are actually sinful. Yes, depending on what God it serves. Like if it's your body, like if you idolize your body, yep. obviously um, a babe being, being pregnant could be, um, you know, jeopardizing that, right. you know, yep. um, or things like that. I think in general, God has given us so many good things. So in a lot of times, worldly thankfulness can be that for those good things, mm -hmm. but um, you do see them making their God out of those things, yeah. and and that's not good. No. Okay, so if if we do see gratefulness in the world, because it's there, mm -hmm. sometimes good, like you said, sometimes bad, how should we live in a grateful way out in the world? Uh, that's a good question. There's a, there's a lot that you could answer that with, but I, I'm going to quote um, Colossians 3.17, where God says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him, which I mentioned earlier. But he also says in 1 Corinthians 10.31, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So practically speaking, this will look different in all sorts of circumstances, but it is possible to do in all things, even if you're eating or right. drinking. Um, my daughter asked me practically, how does how do you apply that verse? How do I yes. give God thanks while I'm eating food? Like <laughs> he's not this food. Like how do I and I said, eat everything is I, I know. I love their thoughts. <laughs> it's it's very practical yes. question. And I I don't know if this is the best answer, but what I think is these flavors give you pleasure, the mm -hmm. color, the beauty, mm -hmm. and these are just a shadow of yeah. its creator. Yeah. So you have so much to look forward to yes. when you get to heaven. And these foods and these pleasures here on earth are just a foretaste of what's yes. really who yeah. he's like. And you can just get excited and, and, and give thanks to him in that way, even if you're eating or taking a drink or if you're, you know, if you're super hot on a summer day and you get to drink a really cold refreshing drink yes. you're so satisfied and these are things god created so we could experience a little bit of what it's going to be like to be yeah. in his presence yeah um yeah. what a great answer oh <laughs> great answer mary Thanks. wow oh the holy spirit i tell you yeah. it helps and, you when those children ask you questions yes well this is true i will say how cool that you also brought in more than just let's be thankful for this food like talking through 
it's good to be thankful for the food, but mm-hmm. this is something God gave to you, and here are the reasons why, and this is just a foretaste of what's coming in glory. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It's exciting to look at life that way, Yeah. Um, to help you think, what does this tell me about God, or well, how, how does this cultivate my love and appreciation mm-hmm. for God, and it, I don't practice that. I don't practice that as often as I like do, but anytime I do, it does get yeah. excited. It stirs up thankfulness yes. automatically. So yes. I think that's why he says it. Do it in everything, yep. and 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 see see how this cultivate yes. this cultivates thankfulness. Yes, that's great. Okay, so we talked about the world. Mm-hmm. How about like the four walls of your house? Now you just gave us a great example from your dinner table. <laughs> but how can we live thankfulness in the place with the people that we love the most and are the closest to? Mm-hmm. Um, while the scripture for how we should live thankfully in the world is the same for how we should live thankfully in our homes, we have such specific opportunities to build daily habits in our homes that we don't always get um, in the randomness of the outside of the home. Mm -hmm. Um, So make habits to be in God's word, to be in prayer, to worship and sing songs of thanksgiving and praise with your family or just around the house when you're doing chores. Yeah. Um, but yes, my I, I would say it's so important to build habits, mm-hmm. um, uh, intentional habits of cultivating thankfulness in your home. And your home is a great place to do that because you can, I don't know, post scripture where you want, get, you know. Yes, there's so many good ideas. Music on Spotify all day in mm-hmm. worship, you know. Or listen where, to this podcast. I know right. this would help me before thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, then you can, that helps. So that's great. Okay, yeah. what about in our churches? How can we live out thankfulness in our churches? Hmm. I say follow Paul's example and pray thankfully for your church. Hmm. Seriously, I was shocked at how much praying thankfully for someone, even if it was someone I didn't like at first, made me genuinely love them so much. Hmm. Um, you can look for evidence of God's grace in the lives of your church family members and give God thanks for them. And also then tell these people about them. Uh, it will be a way of building them up. And and um, I think thankfulness is the expression of gratefulness. Yeah. So t- just to say it and yeah. to tell them is so important. Um, consider many, many different ways that you have been blessed by the people of your church and tell them by writing them a thank you card um, or saying it in person. But writing a letter is a, is a special way to tell them because then they have those encouraging words mm-hmm. to remember and look back on. Um, this is also a really good thing to practice with family members in your own home on a daily basis, um, looking for the evidences of grace and just speaking that over them and telling them, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. God's doing this in you. So um, on the flip side, being part of a biblical church is a constant help to me to grow in thankfulness mm. and not complain. Um, there, It's been practiced a couple times <laughs> in the last couple of weeks that I am stuck in a complaining attitude for whatever reason, mm. which I know is wrong, and I have tried in my own strength to just make it stop, but I, I'm doing a bad job. So I call a godly woman mm. from my church, and I ask them to pray with me or to speak God's word over me that might not be coming to mind, and that helps me so much to turn my focus back to the truth and be thankful instead of complaining. Mm, that's great. That's a great, a great thing. I say great three times because it's just great. <laughs> so much in what you said. I loved that you brought up the fact that the church is a place that we should be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Thankful for the people. I love a little piece of information you said in there um, about when you're not really liking someone, <laughs> praying for them. Because It's incredible. How many of us have someone in our mind right now that we're just not really fond of? Mm. But what a great thing to do to pray for them. You know, Mary, this past um, week, I got a big, I was cleaning out something. I had, I moved a few months ago, mm-hmm. and I had a couple of drawers that I had never cleaned out. I just saran wrapped them because <laughs> I was like, I just don't have time before I moved. Well, I finally got to them. I've been in my new house um, probably almost a year. Not quite, but almost a year. And in my box was all the cards I've kept from people mm-hmm. who have written me thank you notes or encouraging notes. I sat on my floor and I read them all. It was like an hour and a half of reading them. 
it reminded me of all the places I was mm. in those times. Some of them were trying difficult trials. Some of them were doing something like this, you know, like just doing something that's there in front of you. And, um, you know, someone randomly decides today to write me a, a card. They were so encouraging. Wow. I cannot not say this double negative, but I cannot <laughs> stop saying Amazing. to write notes to people mm. and thank them and show them gratitude, you know, mm-hmm. both with your actions and with your words. That's really, really good. Yeah. I I love getting a letter in the mail and any time that it's something where it builds me up, it's like it it just brightens your whole day. Yes. And then again when you read it whenever later. Yeah. Yeah, I was interesting as I read some of those cards. It also helped me to see my own personal growth hmm. because some of the things I dealt with and people were like, okay, just encouraging you in this area. It's like, oh, wow, God has given me victory in that or oh, wow. help me to get How through exciting. that, you know? And then there's some things I'm still working on. So. <laughs> but that's okay. It was just yes. a great thing. Oh, um, wow. Do. All right, so as we finish up today, first off, it's been great to have you. Hmm. Uh, what are some good application points? Like if, if you were going to give me like one or two things that women should just like go do today or go do this week, what would they be? Just one or two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I have said this point a lot already, but it's the key to being truly grateful. Treasure Jesus. Hmm. And how can you treasure Jesus if you don't know him? So we must read and study God's word faithfully every day to know Christ. Equally as important is to pray faithfully, not just prayers of supplication or like, I need your help right now, right. but prayers this is what of, I want. yes, yes, but prayers of meditation on who God is and what he has given us in Christ and giving him thanks and praise. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I started doing in preparing for this talk is to pay attention to your thoughts throughout the day. You may be like me, which thought, oh, yes, I'm a thankful person. Right. <laughs> and then might have to go back and change your answer once yes. you've paid attention to the, the self-talk that you have throughout the day. Mm. Um, if you complain, even if it's only in your heart and not out loud, be quick to repent and instead give God thanks. Um, and be quick to cast all your cares upon him. Um, there's a lot of really good ways to cultivate thankfulness, but I just want to mention one more. And that is uh, because I absolutely love it. It's so easy, not time-consuming, but the reward is so evident every day of my life. And that is to keep a thankfulness journal. Hmm. Or if you are in a rush, just say it out loud, but Mm -hmm. do it. Um, The idea is to write five things you are thankful to God for each morning before you get out of bed. It's the first thing that goes through your mind. Like before all of, I need to prepare for this. I need to go do that. Just give God thanks for five different things. And then again, before you go to sleep. Hmm. Um, If you have a hard time being faithful in things like I do, uh, ask a friend to keep you accountable. And then you're both (laughs) reaping the rewards. But you will be amazed how life-changing this is and how much more joy-filled your days are. Um, like I said, sometimes if, if you don't have time or cause writing is difficult for me, it takes a long time. I will pray it mm. and it's just as enjoyable. Yes. Like, yes. uh, it's, it's so exciting. I, I really want you all to try this because it, it is such a blessing to yeah. my life to do this. Yeah, that's great. Actually, um, back in January, I had Kylie Ursham on the podcast and she and I talked and we talked about faithfulness that day. Mm. But one of the things that she talked about was that she has kept a journal. Their whole family has a whole thankful journal with their whole family. Oh, wow. And they write down things. Everybody can participate. It doesn't mean they do them every day, but they write down things that they see and whoever wants to write things in this book. And I thought that was a great idea. Wow. That book will be a treasure. Yes, that's what I said. Oh my goodness. I said, are you going to make copies of it? So each of your kids can have it. And she said, I haven't thought that far yet. Oh, I bet she will now. Yes. (laughs) But it's really good. That's a great practice to write Mm. things down. Great ideas. Okay, listeners, are you ready? It's your turn. How do you need to be more thankful? Maybe it's time today to stop and write a thank you card of some sort to Mm. someone or an encouragement card. Or maybe it's time to pray specifically thanks to God for someone or something in your life. Maybe it's time to write down those five things like Mary recommended. Maybe it's time to start saying thank you for specific reasons. Not only to the people around you, but to God. 
maybe it's time to be more more thankful in our hearts. Um, I love when you said you had to kind of like pay attention to your thoughts. Maybe mm-hmm. that's where we have to start today. Um, I think that I'm just going to start by saying thank you, Mary, for being here. <laughs> thank you for having okay. me. <laughs> okay, that was a little cheesy, but that's okay. It really it was a great conversation. And why I wanted to do this topic in the middle of February is exactly that. Mm-hmm. It's easy to think about thankfulness as we are around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then I feel really great about the spring when it comes. Oh, yes. It's so it's beautiful, beautiful, refreshing. <laughs> it's just good to think about it on the time when you're not really normally thinking about it. Yes. And we should always be kind of checking back in on some of these things and seeing how they're going. So mm-hmm. anyway, would you pray for us? I'd love to. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for you, who you are. Thank you for your word. And thank you for your Holy Spirit. Please work in us through your word and through the church um, to be more thankful for who Christ is. Lord, make yourself more fully known. And like Paul prayed, give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus so that we are overflowing in thanksgiving to you as you deserve, even on a daily basis. Help us to grow in faithfulness in this. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so join us next week for episode 89 as we hear one woman's journey through some trials. It's interesting. You will hear some very clear application of this very topic in her story. And if you are currently going through a trial, whether it's big or small, you actually need to listen to the next week's episode because it is going to be very helpful. And even if you're not going through a trial, you'll need to listen to it too because it will impact you um, whether you have a friend in a trial or because we all will eventually hit something big. I guarantee you'll want to listen. And remember, when everything around you is shaken, you can stand unshaken because of our rock and our fortress because of God. Until next time.